welcome to the rig report. If you like what you see, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifier. So you're the first to know when we have new content. We have a special feature for you this week. We are bringing on a social media expert, a CrossFitter, a Florida Grid League member, a former college ice hockey player, Jesse Kuhlman. And I got the chance to sit down with her leading up to the games. And we're so excited to have her on board. Meet her now. Welcome back to the Rig Report. My name is Scott Switzer. I am so excited to have Jesse Kuhlman as my guest today on the program. Jesse is a former college hockey player and a current Florida Grid League player. And what I'm going to do is we're going to introduce her a little bit, and then we're going to find out what is Grid. If you remember back in the days when Grid was a little bit bigger, uh, we, that's what it is. And now it's just kind of in Florida going strong. And so we want to kind of catch up where that is. But first of all, I want to welcome Jesse. She is going to be a member of the Clydesdale media team at the games. We're so excited to have her there. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Scott. I'm very excited. Um, who knew a little TikTok video could you know, create so much opportunity. So I am very grateful and just want to thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, it's crazy because what happened is I started <laughs> following you because we interviewed your coach. Yeah. Colette. And, and you made an announcement that you were moving to her as your coach. So I started following you to follow that journey. Yeah. And then you made a video. I responded. Now you're coming to the games with Clydesdale media. Yeah. Shout out to TikTok for that one. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing I want to do is you grew up as a hockey player and you grew up in the Northeast of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I grew up in um, Severn Park, Maryland. Um, not a lot of ice hockey, especially for females out there. So um, I'm currently in Massachusetts because of ice hockey in the first place. So uh, yeah, I played a lot of boys hockey growing up, um, did some gymnastics on the side. That was like my other main sport. And then my parents just kind of threw us in like everything because why not? Um, I'm one of four kids. So we all got along and we just did like all the activities all the time, pretty much. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much I committed division one my senior year, super late. Um, I was very blessed to get that opportunity. And I was part of the first ever team at Merrimack College um, for division one there. And so I played four years with that. And yeah, it kind of landed me out here in Massachusetts and it's kind of just been a journey since. So very cool. So in the world of female hockey, there is, I, I imagine that there's a lot of like clawing and fighting to get to be able to play, right? Oh, yeah. You said, you said it yourself, there were no girl teams when you were growing up. So you had to play with the boys. Yeah. What was that experience like? And did you have to prove yourself more than like the boys did? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Constantly. Um, Yes. Like I always say, like looking back, like I see why God put me through everything that he did, especially with ice hockey, because it was just like adversity after adversity after adversity. Um, I had to play for teams that were like an hour away and then that team would fold. And then I would have to go to the next team that was in Pennsylvania. And then I would drive two hours for practice and then that team folded. And then I would have to go to Pittsburgh, um, which is why you were, you were asking if I was from Pittsburgh. I played for a team in Pittsburgh. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fighting. 
Um, but I have to give a lot of credit to my parents because when I just like wanted to give up and quit, a lot of the times they were like, no, like this just shows there's a better opportunity out there. And like, we're going to make sure that we get that for you and we're going to help you. So um, it takes a lot of dedication from my parents in general, because they did a lot of the driving. So shout out to them. Um, but I constantly was seen as just different because there's not a lot of female hockey players in Maryland, like I said. Uh, so everyone in school kind of viewed me a little bit differently. I was, I didn't really fit in like everybody else did, but I was friendly with everyone. I was just like known as the girl on the hockey team. And um, I played high school just for fun with the boys, but I was never seen. Um, I just felt like there was always this like awkward imbalance. Um, I was, I wasn't able to be in the locker room with them. I wasn't, I never really felt like I was truly a part of the team because I was getting dressed in bathrooms and like, I would get called names. I had a team throw pennies at me one time. Like I got in a fight with a team. Um, not like a bad one, but like, you know, little things, uh, I would just get called names. Um, people would make a lot of assumptions about me because I played a very manly sport, which I always did my hair. I always did my makeup. I liked being very feminine, even though I was playing a very masculine sport. Um, and that was kind of what made me fall in love with CrossFit was there were these females that were so jacked and so strong. And yet like they had like sparkly nails and like pretty hair and they did their makeup. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. That was actually my next question. Is, <laughs> Sorry. How much more comfortable are you in the CrossFit community when that's natural? That's the natural look for everyone. Yeah, it was the coolest thing ever because I felt like I didn't fit in my body type ever because clothes weren't made for me. Um, I grew up watching like America's Next Top Model and like that's what I thought beauty was. And it wasn't until I stepped into a CrossFit gym and someone was like, your shoulders like are so strong and like beautiful and like your legs. And I was like, these are words that I like hadn't really heard before and like been called beautiful in that sense, you know? And then I learned that, you know, CrossFit showed me what my body was capable of. And that's what I loved so much about it was like, it was no longer just about like me having these big shoulders that like didn't fit into anything. It was like, Hey, these shoulders can pick up a lot of weight and put it over like my head, which is like pretty freaking cool. And I can do muscle ups and I can walk on my hands really fast. Like who would have thought that, you know, I could do something like that. Um, so I think that was the thing is like when I stepped into a CrossFit gym, I felt like I was accepted for what my body like could do. And for who I truly was, I found like a new version of myself, which was like the coolest thing ever. So are your goals mainly grid league or are they mainly crossfit or are they a little bit of both um <laughs> to be honest i have i've wanted to go to the crossfit games since the day i found the sport and like remember watching like annie thor's daughter like um stacy tovar like a lot of those like ogs um i've always wanted to go to the crossfit games oh, yeah <laughs> i know stacy tovar's my girl like i know i know and like uh, Brooke Ends, like all these females that I just like looked up to so, so much. And um, so I have to say CrossFit Games is my like ultimate goal. Um, and that was kind of something I put on my heart um, in my sophomore season of ice hockey because I was struggling with playing time. And I was like, you know, I really had this moment where God said, this isn't about you. You're here for a team, but your moment's going to come. And I kind of have this fire in me that, you know, I'm like an un untapped potential um as an athlete and i feel like i finally get to like 
provide what I need for myself as an athlete. And so CrossFit Games um, is the ultimate goal. Obviously, it's gotten a lot harder to get there. Um, but I, yeah, CrossFit Games is my ultimate goal. And then Grid League was just something random that kind of came up and I looked into it. And a friend of mine actually said, you should do this. Like you're really good at like walking on your hands and like doing like heavy lifting, um, which is like great for Grid. And um, so a couple of things happened and then COVID happened and it kind of all fell through. And then um, during quarterfinals, my coach's friend, Rachel, um, was here and I found out that she did Florida Grid League and I talked to her about it. And I just like mentioned like, oh, like that sounds cool, but you know, I'm really focused on CrossFit right now. And the coach I had before, Colette, was just very like, uh, you know, keep your head forward. Like, don't, you don't want to take any other opportunities other than preparing for CrossFit, like stay focused one, maybe two competitions a year. So that was kind of the mindset I was in at the time, but I still gave her my number. And then Matt, the owner of um, the Palm Beach Breakers ended up DMing me. And it was so funny because I played so hard to get, I was just like, I don't know, like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, like I'm trying, I'm just switching coaches and he just kept reaching out and until the point where it was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I need to give this guy a chance and just call him. And I was hooked, like pretty much right away. I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, this sounds like something really cool. I would get to go to Florida. Like, I like, I like the beach. I love the beach. Um, and then I talked to my coach about it and she was like, yeah, this is a great idea. And so we see this as an opportunity to grow as an athlete and as a person as a follower there's so many different things here that i can learn from and just to kind of give me some confidence um i'm one of those people that i learn by doing and by putting myself in these pressure situations um i get so much more comfortable competing and so much more comfortable in training um when i just get to attack things that like i know kind of scare me and then i do it and i'm like oh, I feel much better about that now. So this is just a really good opportunity to help me grow overall. Um, I'm just going to take it and run with it and see what happens. And who knows, you know, God's plan, not mine. So. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that your coach was in support of you yeah. doing this because she is a part of underdogs. Yeah. That is, uh, that is run by Justin Cutler. Yep. Justin Cutler is the greatest grade league coach ever. <laughs> when he coached yeah. the DC brawlers to what three straight yeah. um, titles. Mm -hmm. um, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Right? And, and look where they are now with really becoming famous in grid. Um, so grid is a little bit different than CrossFit where there yeah. are specialists on the team. Mm -hmm. Are you a specialist? Have you had the opportunity to take the floor yet? All yeah. that kind of stuff. So I actually compete uh, July 30th will be my first match. Uh, my team competed July 2nd. Um, I signed just a little late. I, like I said, it, it took a little bit for me to even think about signing. So um, I signed a little late. I was not financially ready to kind of just jump out there and go the second. It was just a little too soon. Um, but yeah, so I'm competing in um, like a week and a half, which is like so crazy to think about. But um yeah, I um, I am a specialist. Technically, I'm a strength specialist, um, but I also have some like really weird talents as well. Like I said, I was a gymnast, so I do have decent body awareness. Obviously, there are some movements I haven't 
really nailed down yet. Like I can't do butterfly muscle ups or anything like that. Um, but like I said, I'm really good on my hands. So it was like kind of the perfect combination, especially in this coming match um, for me to kind of showcase that. And I don't want to say too much because part of it is strategy. Um, but at the same time, you go in and you know everything that's happening. So unlike CrossFit, you're like, oh, I don't know this event yet. We might not even know until we get there. We might know a week before. You know exactly um, each each movement all down to everything. And then you basically practice testing it. And so whoever tests it the fast, like the fastest on your team, is most likely going to be doing that portion in the race. So it's basically just like a full-on relay race. Um with I believe six guys, uh, six people on each team. Teams are bigger than six people. Um, and then you'll you could like I could be going against a guy, and the whole point is that like we're doing the same weight, but they have a different like they might be snatching and I might be doing squat cleans, um, something like that. So, or it could be a handstand walk, or it could be a you know body weight movement. Um, and that's what I think is so cool is that like you get to compete against the opposite gender at something that like you're both really good in. And it's like a fun, very exciting, very fast uh, competition to watch or match, I should say. So, so is it one long event or is it a series of events? Um, so it's kind of it's like an hour match. And then there's like little chunks of like events in between. So it's like a six minute race and then like a four minute race and then like another race. And each race has different elements. And that's how you like stack up who's going in and which element. Um, and then there's rules about like subbing in and subbing out. Like if you've ever watched any of the videos, you'll see like players sprint back and forth and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's a lot of strategy, honestly, um, and knowing where to put people and what gender to put where and um you know, sometimes stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that you're like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to be great at this, but the strategy of it all is kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. If I remember, it was like eight events in the grid league. Yeah. Um, I think over an hour and you mm -hmm. just did these like eight races and you'd yeah. sub people in and out for each segment. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, how stoked are you to do this? Well, I'm so excited. <laughs> like just in testing, um, I have to be honest, like my training is the hardest it's ever been in my entire life. Like <laughs> um, it's really hard and it constantly pushes me. And to have this where I get to test things that like I know I'm good at, um, it just kind of gives me a little boost and makes me so happy. And I'm just excited to just kind of be there for my team and just like help my team. And I miss that aspect of being on a team and, you know, doing what I do best and getting to help my team in that way um, rather than just like an individual thing. So I, I would say I'm excited for myself, but I'm also just so excited to kind of be there for my team and meet my team for the first time. And um, yeah, just kind of give the other teams a run for their money because I'm excited. Be good. So just a little bit of information about the grid league in Florida. Mm -hmm. It is, eight teams yep and you have to travel to florida every time there's a match yeah so i'm required uh to be there for at least two matches out of the year so i missed the first one um i'm competing the 30th and then i'll compete in actually two matches on august 27th um and then i believe the championship is in october and that's like that's a full season right there 
So July to October, all done. Is there mm-hmm. anywhere to watch it? Yeah, you can stream it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, and I always it's put great. all the information on my Instagram. <laughs> um, last thing I was going to ask is, you grew up as a hockey player. It was a team sport. Yeah. At times, you didn't feel like part of the team, but at other times, I'm sure you felt really a part of a team. Yeah. Is Does that make grid a little bit cooler for you right at the moment to give you that that team aspect again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would say even with, like, CrossFit, like, um, you know, I think it taught me a couple things. Like, in order to be a good teammate, like, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses as an athlete and as a person. And that's what college taught me a lot was, hey, I may not be great at this, but, like, I know this teammate is really good at this. And I think that's so cool because looking at grid now, that's the entire, you know, sport is like knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, being excited for your teammates when they're going um, and them being excited for you. And, um, you know, I miss that aspect with CrossFit. Like I have an amazing coach, Colette. She is basically a teammate at this point. Like we train together, we push each other, but um, I'm just so excited to like be pushing for something and rooting for something with, um, a group of people that want the same thing that I do. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Um, we will see you a couple days after that first match yep. in Madison. <laughs> uh, so can't wait to meet you in person for the first time. Um, and I'm excited to work with you going forward. Yes, me too. Thank you so much again. I'm super excited. And now back to the show. Thank you so much, Jesse, for sitting down with us and can't wait So we get to Madison and get to hang out together and create some amazing content. Next up, we have Cheryl Nasso, our nutrition expert and owner and publisher of the Fit Body Secrets podcast right here on the Clydesdale Media Network. What she's going to talk about this week is overrated and underrated. What is up, guys? Coach Cheryl here from Fit Body Secrets here to bring you guys your nutrition tips of the week. And today I want to talk about a couple of things that are overrated and some things that are underrated in terms of optimizing your performance in the gym, which is going to optimize how you look and how you feel throughout your day. And I'm going to speak specifically to nutrition related changes that you guys can be making to get more out of your workout. So I'm going to start off by talking about some overrated things and kind of blend them into what you could be doing. In fact, that are underrated. So to start, let's just talk about the pre-gaming. The pre-workout blends. A lot of people like to ask about what's the best pre-workout? What should I be taking for pre-workout? Well, when it comes to a pre-workout blend, they're overrated because everybody's got different specific goals and there are different things that you're trying to get out of that pre-workout. So rather than looking for the best pre-workout blend, I honestly think that each person should be looking at what they're trying to get out of their workout and then setting up a pre-workout nutrition or supplement routine that is going to optimize that. So there really isn't a lot of blends out there that I would honestly recommend, but there are some specific ingredients that I'm going to uh, mention to you guys today that are going to be a game changer for those of you guys out there that are looking to take your, um, your training up to the next level, whether that is you're trying to lose more body fat, whether you're trying to get fitter, stronger, faster, all of those types of things. And the first underrated pre-workout supplement, as I'm talking about overrated versus underrated, is carbohydrates. 
people undervalue the, the simple fact of just taking in some carbohydrates before they work out. Carbohydrates and protein together, even better. Something quick and easy to digest. That's going to take a little bit of that edge off of the stress of the day. And it's also going to allow your body to have optimal energy available to make sure that you can push through the end of your training session, have optimal energy available in your muscles to give you guys fuel for those strengths, for those heavy lifts and all of those kinds of things. So carbohydrates are number one. And then when I was mentioning before about the, the pre-workout blends, rather than looking for a blend, there are some specific ingredients that are often included in a lot of those blends that I actually recommend people taking instead of just looking for a pre-workout blend, because then you can control how much of each of those things that you're getting in. And it's very similar to what I would um, tell my nutrition clients when it comes to like buying seasoning blends versus just buying individual ingredients. And you can kind of control the amount of salt, the amount of different things that you can kind of put in there. So, but one of those things is creatine. Creatine is one of the longest research studied, longest research, I can't even talk right now, but one of the longest research, research supplements out there and the benefits have been well studied and there is no denying that creatine has a place in everybody's diet. Uh, we actually can get it naturally from red meat and a couple of other sources, but primarily red meat. Um, but we can't usually get enough of it. And obviously if we're eating a whole bunch of red meat, we're probably getting a lot of fat in our diet, which kind of works against my goal of getting you guys eating more carbohydrates. So starting off with about five grams per day for about 150 pound woman or man, and then kind of going up or down from there. Um, creatine is not something you have to worry about. Uh, I know people worry a little bit about like, what about water and bloat? If you do see that you retain a little bit of water, um, usually that's a good thing. So um, what creatine does is actually brings water into your muscles, which is going to allow you to actually use that as fuel. It's going to give you a little bit more bang for your buck on those lifts. So it's really good for that. Creatine is also a, a, a supplement that, that's been studied to actually help with neurological functions. So it's actually going to help you with focus and all those types of things. So I personally, my pre-workout does include creatine. Uh, my pre-workout also includes beta alanine, which can be really good for um, oxidation and things like that. And actually getting your aerobic system working. It helps get open up your lungs and all that kinds of stuff. So that's another supplement that I think is underrated. And if you listen to Matt Fraser talk about beta alanine, he talks about it giving him a third lung, right? So creatine and beta alanine are two main supplements along with just some simple caffeine guys. If you're an early morning workout, I was going to say worker outer. If you work out early in the morning, um, just sipping on some coffee on your way to work, getting a shot of espresso. Don't need to buy any kind of expensive supplement blend. Friends blend. Sometimes all you need is like a little bit of coffee. Um, I also think that people cycling their caffeine a little bit is good because it keeps your tolerance around your workouts um, good, right? So we we can adjust or we can adapt to the amount of caffeine we're we're taking in. It's just natural. Um, so I do like people to kind of I like to keep my caffeine pre workout. It's going to allow me to be able to utilize that. Those are like the three main things that I think that people undervalue and overvalue the whole pre-workout blend, the massive pumps and all these nitrous oxide boosters and all that kinds of stuff. Those are the, that's where I would start. Now, when it comes to post-workout, I think what ends, tends to get overemphasized is protein shakes. Uh, guys, when I first started CrossFit, like I was just talking to Mr. Scott about this the other day, is that it was such a big thing for people to like, go get your protein shake and your coconut water. Cause you got to get those gains. And, and guys, that window of like opportunity is, is such a fake thing. Um, but what is important is getting enough protein, in your overall diet and that your next meal should have protein in it. Um, but the whole protein workout shake within 30 minutes of your workout isn't necessarily like that important. 
What is important is getting in enough carbohydrates. And if you are doing that post-workout protein shake, because you're trying to take it into the anabolic window and you're trying to facilitate more protein into your muscle muscles for recovery. If you're only taking in post-workout protein, you're actually not using that protein right away for amino acid profile uh, rebuild or amino acids. It's not, it's not breaking down into amino acids and being shut out to your muscles. If you're only taking in protein, that protein is typically being converted into, converted into glucose because after a CrossFit workout, your glycogen is depleted and your body's searching for carbohydrates for those things. So carbohydrates are also going to bring your cortisol levels down. It's going to allow you to kind of get back into that rested state. So it's going to help you kind of recover a little bit faster. So overemphasize protein, we need it, but underemphasize once again, carbohydrates, finding the common blend here, carbohydrates, pre-workout, carbohydrates, post-workout, you're winning. And if you follow any kind of a lot of the dietary protocols out there, RP, all of those different uh, nutrition coaching, out coaching, you know, apps out there, a lot of them do tell you guys, even if you're on a lower carb protocol that you should be prioritizing those carbs pre and post-workout for those reasons. So overemphasize protein, underemphasized carbohydrates. So other thing about the protein shake is if you are trying to lose body fat right now, and you're in a little bit of a cut. If you're drinking a protein shake, you're getting like 150 calories worth of protein right there. And you could be eating about six ounces of chicken breast. So it's going to make you feel a little bit more full if you do that, or if you have time to go home, put it with some berries and some almond milk and make a nice smoothie rather than just drinking it with water. So don't stress too much about that post-workout stuff. Um, another nutrition thing that I think it's overrated or overemphasized versus underrated and underemphasized is, uh, the whole fasted and fat burning when it comes to working out, people focus so much on setting themselves up for like fat burning zone in workouts or fasting, because it's going to increase, um, your body's ability to burn fat. Well, first of all, that's fake. That's not even a real thing. Uh, but two, what you guys should be looking at is optimizing your body's ability to burn calories in that workout. And the more fed you are, the more optimal you feel, the more likely you're going to be to push harder in that session, which means you're likely going to be burning more calories. You're also likely going to be pushing harder. So if your goal is fitness, you're going to be getting fitter because now you can actually handle more stress. If you've got more calories on board, you guys can handle more stress. So a uh, couple of tips today on overemphasized and underemphasized, but I want to keep it short because I really want you guys to focus on this optimal training zone or training time of training. So, or of nutrition around your training. So if you guys, guys, I'm getting all tongue tied right now, but if you want my opinion and with nutrition, with anything, it's always an opinion. The best way to set yourself up for success for your workout is to skip the pre-workout blends, have a snack about 90 minutes before your workout. Some can handle something a little bit closer to their workout, the closer to your workout, the more easy digested you want it to be. Um, something as simple as like some yogurts and berries and granola, um, a protein shake and an apple, something like that. That's really easy to digest. Hit your workout about 30 minutes before your workout. You should be sipping on some kind of a, a pre-workout blend that you can actually create yourself with some creatine, some beta alanine, maybe a little bit of caffeine. I personally do take a quote unquote blend. It's called Enderformance, um, but it only is those three things. It's some caffeine, it's um, beta alanine and creatine. So, and it breaks down specifically how many milligrams of each of those I'm getting. I'm not getting a proprietary blend. 
skip the proprietary blends, get the individual ingredients, call it a day. And then when it comes to that post-workout window, if you're going to have the protein shake, make sure that you're getting carbs on board with it. If you're going to skip the post-workout, that's totally fine, but don't be so hung up on getting in that post-workout protein shake. Just make sure that you're getting in a meal sometime soon, because likely if you don't, you're going to start to feel pretty crummy throughout your day. We want to make sure we're bringing those cortisol levels down and that we're getting you into a prime zone for recovery. And then uh, the last thing that I touched on today was just this fasted state or this fat burning state that people try and get into. Skip the fat burning zone, skip the idea about fasted cardio and all that kinds of stuff and actually look at optimizing your ability to perform in your workouts. And I guarantee you, you are going to feel better. You're going to get fitter and you're likely going to get leaner in the process. So Hopefully that was helpful for you guys today. I will see you all next week. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Great information as always. And be sure to check out Cheryl's podcast, Fit Body Secrets, right here on the Clydesdale Media Network. Well, this week we have a short rig report for you, but we are going to regroup after the games and come together and develop an even better rig report for you. More human interest stories, um, and that's what we're going to focus on for the next six months. So sit back, enjoy what we're going to put out. I think you're really going to like it. And with that, if you like what you heard, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifier so we can let you know when new content is available. With that, we will see you next time on The Rig Report.